got my water so I'm just settling in here all right me too I feel I ate a little bit too much so that's not great but I have not eaten on a rush yeah same here well I was just um cooking took a little longer than I thought it would or just here's the thing I started cleaning while one thing was cooking so I was definitely like you know using my time well like had um, you know, a load of laundry going, had something in the instant pot. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go scrub up the bathroom really quick so that that, you know, annoying task gets up, done out of the way. But the thing I always forget is once I start cleaning, I sort of have this like strange switch that goes on and I just turn into like a cleaning machine. Like I get really lost in it. <laughs> and I'm like, there is something about that. Like, cause me too. I, you know, hate cleaning but right. yeah once it like starts I'm like cleaning everything in sight so I'm literally like is that yeah. a speck of dust over there hold on you know and so it's like all of a sudden like what was supposed to be like let's do the weekly like scrub the toilet you know wipe down the mirrors and the sink turned into like this tub is filthy. Like, you know, like, oh what's this spot on the ground over here and I was just like so the thing that was had been cooking was you know like stayed on simmer for longer than it should have by the time I got back to it you know it was just a whole thing so yeah yeah so that's why I didn't get to the the second recipe until a little later than I wanted to but now that is in the instant pot and the instant pot is working its magic as we speak make um uh the first thing I made was just um this really yummy recipe for um, ground beef um, taco uh, meat. Um, mm-hmm. So that was just that was just real simple. Like I'll just have it for tacos this this week for um, dinner. I can also just put it in like a do like taco salad, salad. Or, you know, like just mm-hmm. whatever. So that's the that meat. That was the first recipe. Super simple. And then this. One that's in there now is um, a chicken patakio. Um, so it's basically chicken thighs that you braise and then um, cook them in like this um, pretty savory tomato sauce with like mirepoix, um, just uh, some marjoram and mm-hmm. pepper, salt, you know, season to taste, basically some chicken stock and um crushed tomatoes so it's like this very saucy saucy chicken dish oh and rosemary fresh rosemary from the garden (laughs) because i'm in a garden i'm 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 in a gardener um yeah like where you go and pull sprigs of fresh rosemary from you that's literally Mm -hmm. what i did um i went out with my shears 
and clipped a couple of fresh rosemary sprigs. And so, yeah, you just set those on top, um, like a bay leaf kind of, you know. Um, so, yeah, 30 minutes in the Instant Pot, natural release. Got lunch for the week. I'm just going to put it over brown rice. That's what I do with everything, put it over brown rice. So, okay. uh, there you have it. That's the meal plan. Sounds great. Yeah, I could, you know, a couple of things, but yeah, I was like, I'm going to do some the lunch stuff tomorrow because I like to do the my wraps. So I do my, mm. like, it's just the, they're just like the standard thing. So my untuna with the chickpeas and the Jamaican jerk um, jackfruit that I do like taco salad uh, yeah. or put in a wrap. So it's super easy and love it. Just do a batch. Mm. Yep. Very good. <sighs> All right. Well, shall we? Oh, shall we introduce ourselves? Um, sure. <laughs> I'm Kristen. And I'm Andrea. And this is... Wait. Tell... We are Ina Gardner. We are Ina Gardner. This is a cooking show. No, it's not. Um, it's... <laughs> but we do talk about cooking. You're like, no, it's no, not. It's not. Um, this is Wait, Tell Me Everything. Um, and so in the spirit of everything, we do sometimes cover what we're cooking for this week. There you go. Yeah, we talk about a lot of... <laughs> nonsense things. yes yeah 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 well there you go but we do cover important things as well and that's my segue yeah. to newsworthy or i just have two stories today thought i'd keep it oh keep it simple okay um so we'll go it's all national news uh well actually national and then but affecting one state in particular um so i will start there um so this has been in the news for a while there's finally a resolution uh this is out of the san francisco chronicle uh dated friday february 5th by bob egelko the headline is u.s supreme court lifts california's ban on indoor church service services keeps the 25 percent capacity limit so background was there's a huge fight um, because churches here in California felt like the rules were being um, the rules with regard to um, the quarantine were not being evenly or equally distributed um, and that, mm-hmm. and so um, the story says the U.S. Supreme Court rejected Governor Gavin Newsom's ban on indoor worship services in most of California late on Friday, saying the state was discriminating against religion by applying stricter standards to places of worship than to retail stores and other businesses during the COVID-19 pandemic. The justices upheld Newsom's ban on singing and chanting during indoor religious services, saying the state. Okay. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> Okay, so I'll I'll wait until you finish. But I was like, this is kind of like my reason for why churches and religious institutions 
are different from all of these other places, but go on. Sure. So um, they, they held that saying that the state had applied the same rules to most other institutions and presented evidence that singing near others poses a particular threat of the spreading, spreading the virus. So by a, a, a six, three vote, the court ordered California to lift the pro- prohibition on indoor worship that Newsom had imposed on nearly all counties in the state. The state can limit indoor attendance to 25% of building capacity in those counties. And that's the same standard that applies to grocery stores, but violates the rights of religious institutions and their worshipers by banning indoor services is what the court said. So um, Neil, Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote in one of the several opinions for the majority, and he wrote, we appear to have a state playing favorites during the pandemic, obviously uh, he said California obviously targets religion for differential treatment. Mm. Uh, so Gorsuch also criticized the ban on singing and chanting because it does not apply to the entertainment industry. Justice um, Justices Clarence Thomas and Gorsuch voted to lift that ban as well, while Justice Samuel Alito said the state should have another 30 days to justify it. State officials say entertainment companies have agreed to conduct COVID-19 tests before allowing any indoor singing. Um, So I guess that's the distinction that they're making about the entertainment industry. We're talking about Hollywood that has a massive budget comparing that to, you know, well, we have, you know, there are mega churches in California, but also your corner church you know, where everybody knows they don't have the money to test everybody. Do that conduct COVID-19 of, yeah, tests. But like we're talking about apples and oranges here. Yeah, I think. And I don't know how. Ahead. OK, good. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how y'all do church, but singing and chanting, hugging everybody, slapping sugar like that's what you do in church. This is true. And it's going to be hard to like. Because you want people want to go back to church because they want they are missing that part of church. Sure. But with COVID. You're still not going to be able to to do that part of change. So, for me, like I, I don't. I feel like the the ban is the only way that church people are not going to go to church. Other and people are finding ways here to get around it. There's parking lot church. There's a church I pass by. They just having church. They're just in. They're just like, like we're just going to church. They're just there. Yeah, they're just not <laughs> abiding by the rules. And so I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I I I get it. I feel like um, that's the part that's just really hard about this is just that you know the whole point of having worship services or at least the very large part of that is is the the, the worship the community part and the worship piece and so mm-hmm. um so yeah and it's yeah it's not a good idea to have a bunch of people singing together inside um and like then are you gonna like sing with masks on like that's super awkward i don't know um and um yeah and even like you know the thing and the other part that I think that's hard as a church, and this is, you know, obviously coming from someone who who do, like really does church is mm-hmm. is the whole like turning people away. So like I think what people have been doing in some places where they've reopened to to abide by like the twenty five percent of capacity is 
Yeah, when someone shows up, you're like, no, 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 we're full. Like, and there are churches that are legit doing that. Yeah, so some are doing that, some are not, right? Like, it's sort of like you don't turn people away, mm-hmm. so then you end up with higher than the 25%. And then the mm-hmm. other thing that, the other way around, the only thing that I've seen that seems like a, a, a working thing, it doesn't necessarily um, help with, like, people who don't, who are not members, but pe- what they've done is they've done, like, a reservation system. So, like, you go online you reserve a spot for you and your family and then there's only so many spots available. So when the reservation system um, fills up, then it's closed. And then, so only those, that number of people are able to show up. But again, that doesn't necessarily help with the like people who aren't members or who only come occasionally or whatever you know what I mean like it's just mm-hmm. um or people who just you know are just like oh I'm gonna check out this church or whatever so I don't know it's just the whole thing is very difficult I um mm-hmm. I um I get the sense of feeling like well why you know what about whatever you know but at, like, here mm-hmm. in California uh, or at least like there's definitely like parts you know where of of Southern California where the weather really does allow you to have like parking lot services or mm-hmm. outdoor, like meet at a local park or whatever. And therefore, and they're like, you know, like, I'm like, there's ways around it um, that are pretty workable, you know? So um, the ban had originally been upheld last month by a federal appeals court. The court cited health concerns and said the state was placing no restrictions on attendance at outdoor religious services and applied similar or lesser restrictions to indoor services that it did than it did to weddings, funerals, college lectures, and political gatherings. Dissenting from Friday's ruling, Justice Elena Kagan, joined by liberal colleagues Sonia Sotomayor and Stephen Breyer, said the court was, uh, quote, forcing California to ignore its expert scientific findings that justify the ban on indoor worship. The ruling... Keegan said, quote, exceeds our judicial role and risks worsening the pandemic. Because when I tell you the number of people in like my like home church mm-hmm. who have passed mm-hmm. away from COVID, like, yeah. yeah, you know, and this is them, you know, just kind of doing their own thing and not being in church. But if they have been in church, just knowing these people. Yeah. And how they are, it would have spread like wildfire. Yeah, and that's like, you know, and that's like the other side of it that I feel like people, I think some majority culture churches are not thinking about or considering um, the impact that COVID 19 has had on black and brown communities um and Mm -hmm. and like the much higher impact that it's had and the fact that you have also a very high church going population in black and brown communities whether it be um uh, black churches or um you know latino communities who are like highly catholic um and all Mm -hmm. of that so i think that you have to take that into consideration too, that when you lift the ban, um, you know, for all the people that are kind of like out in the streets complaining about this sort of thing um, on your church that has, you know, communities that are less affected, um, then you end up 
but you're you're also lifting the ban on the other side of town where people are are dying in much higher numbers. Um, so it's just uh, it's just the ongoing um, lack of consideration for your neighbor um, that we've seen Ooh. over and over again throughout this pandemic. Um, and I get that there's an element where, you know, I, you know, I understand religious freedom and I understand um, not wanting to set precedents for, you know, government interfering with religious uh, worship services or practices of any sort. So I get that. Um, but I just don't necessarily Absolutely. don't necessarily know that it applies here. Um so uh, Chief Justice John Roberts, um, who had voted last May to uphold Newsom's limits on indoor services and said courts should generally defer to health officials, said in a separate opinion Friday that even experts' findings did not justify a ban. He wrote, the state's present determination that the maximum number of adherents who can safely worship in the most cavernous cathedral is zero appears to reflect not expertise or discretion, but instead insufficient appreciation or consideration of the interests at stake. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's somewhere between zero and... <laughs> You know, like, what is the number? I don't know. You know, so the ruling also included Justice Amy Coney Barrett's first opinion since her appointment in October to replace the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Barrett, joined by Justice Brett Kavanaugh, said she largely agreed with Gorsuch's opinion, but would vote to allow the ban on singing and chanting unless opponents could show in future proceedings that it was, quote, not generally applicable to other institutions. So um, the, this lawsuit... Um, was the one that was originally filed by South Bay United Pentecostal Church in Chula Vista. Um, so that's so that's that. Um, I, for one, will not be returning to <laughs> church until like really most people are vaccinated. Like I have I've been vaccinated and just but again, like I feel like the greater part of church is the fellowship or whatever. And most people are not going to be vaccinated for a really long time, which means that like I am a danger to other people. I can be a um, an asymptomatic carrier of the virus. Um, and so, you know, while I would, you know, while I wear my mask and all of that, like I just, I also feel like it's a, for me, it becomes a, uh, a role modeling issue of like, I'm going to do the safest thing as I continue to really, really encourage others to also do the safest thing to be, you know? And mm -hmm. so, um, so yeah, I just, while I, I miss the fellowship and all of that, like, I, I don't feel like it's worth um, risking people's health other people's health um even yeah and again yeah, yeah. and i'm from the alexander alexander hamilton school of government i don't trust the people to do the right thing because they have never shown that they can so this is why we have laws because we can't trust you to do what's for your own best interests so yeah again Alex there we go so we have to legislate, we have to legislate it. it and we have to reference Hamilton because, you know, every, uh, mm -hmm. you know, 
All roads, all roads lead, to, lead Hamilton. to Hamilton. <laughs> all roads lead to Kristen's favorite founding father. Um, and so there you go. Um, yeah. Oh my god. So, so crazy. crazy. Oh. Uh, okay, so my second story um is from the Guardian. Date la- la la. La. Uh, dated February 7th and by Ed Pilkington in New York. And the headline is Liz Cheney raises possibility of criminal investigation of Trump for provoking violence. So Liz Cheney is out here in these streets like, I don't care what you do to me. I am going forward with what I know is true. So uh, Liz Cheney, she is the third most senior Republican in the House of Representatives, has raised the possibility of Donald Trump being criminally investigated for provoking violence during the 6th of January U.S. Capitol insurrection, pointing to a tweet attacking his own vice president, Mike Pence, that was posted after the assault had already begun. In extraordinary marks on Fox News Sunday, Cheney made specific reference to the, quote, massive criminal investigation on the Capitol insurrection that is now sweeping the country. She said that the probe would cover every aspect of the events of the 6th of January and look at, quote, everyone who was involved. So Mm. that's, I mean, she's, she's like I said, she's out here, like, come, come, you know, at me, if you will. Um, she reserved. Ooh, I was like, for him to have two daughters, so unlike him. I mean, she's just like, I, I'm not mad at her. She's just like, look, I don't know what, I what, how you guys are still drinking this Kool Aid, but I am not here for it. <clears throat> she uh, reserved her most pointed words for Trump. Quote. People will want to know what the president was doing. They will want to know whether the tweet that he sent out calling Vice President Mike Pence a coward while the attack was underway was a premeditated attempt to provoke violence. Cheney's evoking of possible criminal action against the former president comes just two days before the start of his impeachment trial in the U.S. Senate for incitement of insurrection. Though she will not be participating as a juror at the trial, that role is performed by senators, her comments signaled the turmoil that the impending proceedings are causing in her party. Just last week, she survived an attempt by fellow House Republicans to remove her from her leadership position in protest at her support of Trump's impeachment. And on Saturday, the Republican Party in her home state of Wyoming voted to censure her, calling for her immediate resignation. I can't believe I'm just like, Mm -hmm. it's so like, it's one thing. it's, It's really just it blows my mind because I'm like, it's one thing for some of these Republicans um, to, you know, not push for the impeachment or, you know, vote against it or whatever. But then like these, you know, these people in her home state of Wyoming, like going out of their way to like censure her um, for simply like being like, no, like he was, you know, like I disagree. And this is what he said and did was wrong. Like, that's crazy to me. Like I, whatever I just don't like calling for her resignation now Cheney has said she would not step down quote the oath I took to the constitution compelled me to vote for impeachment it does not bend to partisanship or political pressure and I will stand by that so again she's not playing with y'all 
And she won by 70% of the vote. Like, so it wasn't like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they coming for her. Oh, though. yeah. They're not. They're not. They babies. Don't, they're, they're like, we don't care what your last name is, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's beyond me. Um, but the swirl of criticism around her couple, coupled with her sharp reference to possible criminal consequences for Trump point to how the former president continues to royal the Republican Party to the extent of threatening to tear it apart. And I would argue it's way past that. Like we're, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, 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 it's a torn apart party for sure. On mm-hmm. Tuesday, he will make U.S. history by becoming the first sitting or former president to be subjected to an impeachment trial for a second time. Ahead of this historic uh, proceedings, prominent Democrats took to the Sunday political shows and spoke with passion about why Trump deserved to be convicted for his role in allegedly inciting the 6th of January assault. Ayanna Presley, Congresswoman from Massachusetts, called on senators to, quote, honor their oath and hold Trump accountable and bar him from ever holding office again. Speaking on CNN's State of the Union, she recalled the, quote, harrowing and traumatic assault in the Capitol and placed it in personal and historical context. She said, as a black woman, to be barricaded in my office, on the ground, in the dark, that terror is familiar in a deep and ancestral way for me. She said she was haunted by the image of black staff in the Capitol building, cleaning up the mess caused by the white supremacist insurrection. She said, quote, that is a metaphor for America. We have been cleaning up for white supremacist mobs for generations and it must end. She is mm-hmm. hilarious. That was like, because when I read that, mm-hmm. I was like, she said that on national TV. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so by contrast, there was a little Little, there was little sign among Republican senators of any substantial appetite to convict. Should all 50 Democratic senators vote to do so, they would still need to be joined by 17 Republican senators to reach the two-thirds majority required by the Constitution. Rand Paul, the Republican senator from Kentucky, uh-huh. said Tuesday's trial was an attempt to criminalize political speech. Um, which I'm just like, no, sir. Like, there's... No one listens to Rand Paul. He's like a he's, kook. I'm sorry. He's like a just, kook. Like, that is not. It's not criminalizing political speech. Like it, you can't speech that incites riots. Like you can't. Like it's the whole like you can't yell fire. You can't yell yeah. fire in a crowd. You can't do that. And everyone knows what he did. You know he didn't say the words like oh. But he kind of did. So, you know, he didn't say, let's lead an insurrection, but he said everything short of that. Right. And like, you so have to don't it, go down without a fight or whatever. Like, I'm not quoting, but like, it was something right. along those lines. It's sort of like, okay. You already have like this like crowd that's like foaming at the mouth. Like, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. Um, and lying. You're just, just lying. Yes, all the lies. So it's like, yeah, it's 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 not okay. And just hearing, sorry, Mm-mm. AOC, um, kind of, de- and the uh, I guess the Republican Congresswoman too, like retelling like what happened mm-hmm. that day and how like she like really was scared and thought she was gonna die. Like the the lady was like, um, excuse me, like um, hello, right. <laughs> like, right. What like how she runs into her office and is trying to find somewhere to hide because. You know, like she is like a lightning rod. So if they, so it was going to do something, like she would be one of the main ones mm-hmm. they're looking for. So, you know, it's just yeah. I think it's really crazy. Yeah, I, it's crazy. So, um, 
Then a uh, Republican senator from Louisiana, Bill Cassidy, told NBC News Meet the Press that the trial had been rushed. He says, quote, there was no process. If it happened in the Soviet Union, you would call it a show trial. Um, Pat Toomey, the Republican senator from Pennsylvania, who's been critical of Trump, told CNN that he thought it, quote, very unlikely that the former president would be convicted. Without conviction, senators would not be able to move to a further vote to bar Trump forever from ever holding public office. The case for impeachment will be presented to senators by House managers. In their brief, they allege that Trump, quote, summoned a mob to Washington, exhorted them into a frenzy, and aimed them like a loaded cannon down Pennsylvania Avenue. In a 14-page rebuttal, Trump's lawyers argue that he did not engage in insurrection and that impeaching him as a former president is unconstitutional. The evidence stage of the Senate trial is likely to focus on Trump's remarks leading up to the violence on on the 6th of January, which left five people dead. At a rally earlier in the day, Trump used visceral language saying, we will not take it anymore and you'll never take back our country with weakness. Um, those are, those two are quotes. Um, it is not known whether impeachment managers plan to single out Trump's tweet attacking Pence in the tweet, which has now been removed from Twitter as part of Trump's suspension from the platform. He criticized the then vice president for failing to block counting of the electoral college results of the presidential election that trump lost he posted mike pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done the tweet was posted about 10 minutes after it was reported that pence had been ushered off the floor of the senate following the violent breach of the capitol by trump supporters and white supremacists during the attack members of the mob could be heard chanting hang mike pence um so yeah like i mean i feel like if that's not like if there's not like a direct correlation with between those two things then like nothing's ever directly correlated to anything you know what i mean like uh, and the people who went are like my president told me to come yeah like they're all like basic they are they're all pointing to him um Mm -hmm. and what he said you know so it's it's like it the cause and effect i think is undeniable like just because like you said he didn't say now you know go now and do the following things like break in if you have to you know whatever like he didn't like give like detailed instructions i don't you know like that's i feel like beside the point (laughs) like you know like it's it's the way uh it's everything he did up until that point all of he's you know like it's uh, there's just so much i just it's it's strange to me that there's even an argument about it that like the, you know, like the, cause I, mm-hmm. I feel like the correlation between um, many statements that he made, at, you know, at his rallies um, and all of that, like that, I, I just don't see how you, how you miss it. It's just like what he said that day was just, in addition to all mm-hmm. the things that he'd said, you know, leading, leading up, to. up to, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't understand. But um, yeah, so Liz Cheney doing her thing. I'm not mm-hmm. mad at her at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's all I've got for newsworthy. Very good, mm-hmm. thank you. Alrighty, so. Viral mm-hmm. Vox. So the viral thing this week, I don't know if you saw okay. it, girl, 
I can't remember because it's been passing back and forth between many of my um kind of Facebook group, text groups, all that kind of stuff. So a woman, one Tessica Brown, has gone gone viral this week after she confessed that she mistakenly used Gorilla Glue on her hair when she ran out of got-to-be hair glue. Have you seen this? No. What? Okay. So, okay. This is gripping (laughs) Black women all around the country. Someone's like, I am invested. I need updates, like, every hour of what's going on here. Um, So, yeah. So, she has this very slick ponytail that she was wearing. She got on TikTok. I think it was TikTok. And she said that she'd had it for maybe a month at this point and she's like I just can't get it to move and then people thought she was lying she was just trying to get Uh attention and then she was like no like I've tried to shampoo it I've put I've put coconut oil on it and put on a cap next morning like nothing so she goes and um does another video showing people she's like okay here's a shampoo look here's a shampoo rubbing it on my head see nothing it's not moving nothing's happening oh my gosh so people it like it got to the point where the actual gorilla glue glue people responded to her oh no and they were like saying hey try I think they told her like acetone or like something because like it's supposed to be like a gorilla glue is like a permanent solution for you know mounting Uh things or whatever so they told her try that somebody was like girl you need to go to the hospital and like see what if they can do like you need a hospital you need like yeah so she went to the hospital and they like checked her out they basically sent her home with some um I think it was like some acetone wipes or something and told her to do something. So there's the last video I saw was of somebody else like helping her, like rubbing it on her head and she was like in pain. So I'm like at this, cause they were like, you know, it's been a oh, month yeah. at this point. Like we don't know. And like, you would think like after a month she would have some, cause they can't shave it because if they shave it, like they're shaving her scalp oh, at this point. No. So so there must be some kind of follicle damage, I'm sure, because there's no new growth after a month. Oh, so she, God. yeah, so I was like, she might have to have, if that doesn't work, the acetone and loosen it up. I was sort of like, she got to have a scalp leg replaced. Like, what in the world? Oh, like, no. so, yeah, so everyone is like waiting to see like what's going to happen with this because it's oh, does I not see look the good. I was like, now. oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that has to be. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Wait, so let me get it straight though. She accidentally used Gorilla Glue, or she thought she could use Gorilla Glue. That point is not clear because there's this thing called Gorilla Snot, so that you know you can use to like slick back your hair. So I don't know if she accidentally bought the wrong thing or mixed those two up. I don't know. It's not clear if she thought that she could use Gorilla Glue, glue or that she was like using that thought it was mis mis um no thought it was the Gorilla Snot oh stuff. Oh my gosh! And what is with her eyelashes? So, Good lord. Okay. Uh, yeah, she has like the 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 lady on Janet on the Muppets eyelashes. Oh, they're just. Um, out of control but okay that's like a distraction but oh my gosh 
Um, that is terrible. I I can't imagine. Mm. Yeah, because if they can't help you at the hospital, then I'm so worried. Yeah, they sent her back home with some like little wife or something. Well, yeah, because I'm like, what are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm invested. All right. Yeah, I was just like, girl, what's going on Honey. now? So yeah, everyone on the internet is like, what's going to happen? And so all you other people doing crazy things. I know there's some beauty things that are have been discovered. Glue, don't do it, girl. Don't no. put glue. I mean, don't yeah. put glue. I feel like adhesive, like beauty adhesive is always so like something that I would like leave to the professionals. Like I don't, I like know there's a million things that like you can like safely use or whatever, but I'm just like, no. Yeah, but Gorilla Glue, because yeah, I'm sure like people who like kind of put their weaves in on their own, but I'm like, there's glue that you're supposed to put on. You don't put on a Gorilla Glue girl. And that's, I'm just thinking about the fumes from her putting on all of these different (sighs) things on her head. Yeah, it's like yeah, like like, you, like the stuff that she's trying to remove it with. You mean, yeah, like yeah, like the yeah. acetone and all that stuff. Like just breathing that in, I was just like, like and just seeping, seeping through, her, through scalp. her scalp, yeah, like, like her skin back there. Oh, mm, her poor head. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I was like, she gonna be about that bald wig life for a minute. I mean, she needs to go to like yeah, like she, yeah, like she needs to make an appointment with like a really like good black uh, dermatologist, a master yeah, stylist, a dermatologist, oh, dermatologist, you know, yes. like, who's gonna like be mm-hmm. able to figure out how to get it out, and then also like what kind of treatment she's gonna need back there to like regrow hair at some point, if it's at all possible. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, is it going to be possible, like, without some kind of replacement of? I don't know, know, but like, I feel like a dermatologist is who she, you know, like someone who's like a skin follicle, you know, like expert. Mm Because, like, I had like when I went through all that the drama, like, you know, a few years ago, and I was like stressing out, and I lost like a patch of hair at the back of my hairline. I had like a little bald spot back there. I went to a dermatologist and they were like, you know, I got like, I don't even know what she did. Like he had like, a like she gave me like a household treatment, like, like, you know, like she sent me home with like a prescription treatment to like put on there like every day. But then like, I would go, like, I think I went like once a week or either once a week or every other week. And she did like injections on that spot or whatever. And like, after about probably like six weeks or whatever, like hair started to grow back. Um, Okay, I wonder because, like, you know, like I have like the little patch in the front of my no, head. I don't know about this patch. Oh, and oh, and like really, the mo- uh, main people who notice it are hairstylists. Oh, okay. Like, so in the front, like, I don't have like an even line hairline. Mm. There's like right in the middle. There's like a little looks like kind of like a little thumbprint mm. indentation, and like everyone asks like. What's going on right there? Like, what happened? And I was like, when I was little, I had when I, when I literally when I was a baby, like maybe a few mm-hmm. months old, I had a allergic reaction to some medication. Mm-hmm. Went to the hospital. They couldn't put an IV in me. They put it in my like huh. hair. They shaved off that little part. You know, did something mm-hmm. there, and 
my mom was like, it never grew back. That is crazy. I had no, no this is the first time I'm hearing this story. Yeah. Oh, baby Look, Are you sure? Oh, not the baby. Are you serious? Yeah, like, look at a picture. I'm like, look at a picture at of a me. Picture. <laughs> you oh, will my God, I have to look at a picture of you now. And I have, like, a little indentation, like, in my, um, oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so baby, <laughs> why? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm so happy my pictures have finally downloaded from the iCloud. It took, like, Oh, yeah, you did take a long time. For them to come that back. a minute ago. Yeah, so, but yeah, so I'm looking at pictures, but yeah, like, it's there, so it's like a funny, yeah, mm-hmm, it's so weird, but yeah, so I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen with this girl, but I was like, girl. Yeah, well, I, like, again, oh, I do see it, now, now I can't not see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, it's just like a little, <laughs> it's like a little thumbprint. <laughs> yep. That is crazy. Yeah, no, I would have never mm-hmm. like noticed it because it's almost like if you part it there, it seems like it's just part of the part. Yep. Oh, but now it's not. I have, mm-hmm. By the way, I have a gazillion, a gazillion pictures of you. Okay, so um, I'm like <laughs> scrolling pictures of you. Um, okay, interesting. But yeah, you know, so I don't know, like, have you ever talked to a dermatologist about it? I have it because I have so many other like dermatological <laughs> needs that like that right. little patch is like the least of my concerns. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't even notice well, it anymore sure. unless, like, again, I go to a new hair person yeah, and they like, ask what's me, "What's this about?" Yeah, what's this about? I'm like, oh, girl. Long story, right? Long story, not really, but like, yeah, whatever. It's it's been right. there a long time. Oh, like, fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, all I know is, yeah, when I like stressed my hair out or stressed myself out of a patch of hair um, back in whatever year that was, um, yeah, the dermatologist just like, um, it's at, again, all roads lead back to Hamilton and all roads lead back to Mama Juju. Mama Juju recommended this black dermatologist out here that she uh, went to. And she mm. was um, very good, and she was able to take care of that. She actually, it was I had that going on, and I had fallen down and like had like terrible scars on my knee, and so um, it was all like keloided and whatever. And she helped get rid of that too. Awesome. Yep. All right, so let's move on, and let's all you know, all <laughs> black women everywhere, let's yeah. join together and pray that special Jessica. prayer. For Miss oh Tessica, my yes, prayers going up. You know, black women in their hair, like yeah, that's a. So I think that's the other thing. Everyone is so invested. In, they're like, oh my god, like what's, what's going to happen? happen? <laughs> what's going to happen? So yeah, don't get no, no ideas, please. Okay, so uh, wait, uh-huh. tell me everything. I want to start with an up the chat weird uh, update because we're keeping again, an eye we're on watching you. you. Um, so this. Negro, non-negro, negro, negro. Um, pleaded not guilty of, of criminal charges of first-degree domestic violence assault, domestic violence, unlawful imprisonment, and resisting mm. arrest. Although we have the police officer's testimony that it took three of them to get him down, 
And in his apology on Twitter, he admitted that he was experiencing, or he said that he was experiencing a manic episode when he attacked mm-hmm. her and all of this. And he's also out on a $400,000 mm-hmm. bond. Um, I was surprised that the judge that, you know, was in that first hearing that took place mm-hmm. earlier this week, she, it's a black mm-hmm. woman. So I'm thinking it has to do with the charges that were presented, you know, whether or not he was eligible for Right. you know bill or whatever i would would hope so um and so he was also ordered to remain in washington on electronic home detention with a gps equipped ankle okay, monitoring device that, i'm like he's clearly a flight uh, risk yes oh i'm gonna get okay. to that in a second so he's also ordered to not have any contact with Aaliyah. that's yeah. the woman that I'm assuming the ex-girlfriend, um, to surrender all of his weapons. So there's another case setting hearing on the 11th, and his trial is not going to start until April 6th. Um, he's been out on bail, on bond, since January 26th. Hmm. So the woman, she did appear, in, the victim did appear in court. Her left arm was in a sling, remember, because he had, like... Pinned her down, right? I think it like... Yeah, I think, but I think it had come out Ooh. the socket, like something like had he had did to like her arm. Um, so her uh, criminal advocate um, read mm-hmm. a statement on her behalf, uh, where she talks, you know, restates again the details from the incident. Said that she does not feel safe. Right. Um, while right. he is out, um, she also objected to. Again, this non-Negro Negro, he requested to be allowed to stay at his home in Hawaii. No, sir. No. You're going to stay at the home you got right here. That's where you're staying. So that's the thing. He says he does not have a residence in Washington other than the apartment he shared with the woman. Uh, um, there's, uh, there's other places so to she... live there, though. <laughs> right, but... God. She said her preference is that he go back to LA. I think uh-huh. that's where he's from. Um, if he's not in jail and not where in the state where she lives. Okay, right. That like makes sense. no to Hawaii. Yeah. That's far yeah, away. Far. But take your butt yeah, to you don't, LA. First of all, you don't get to do your like and, waiting in like a on a tropical island, number one. Like <laughs> bump that. Bump that. Like, completely. Yeah, so no. But you have clearly some other residences because you are an NFL player, so you have more than one place you can stay. You you got to be over here by me because I don't want you anywhere. I don't want to be worried about where I am and where you are in proximity. So yeah, go back to LA. Yeah, but. so yeah, yeah. We mentioned that he um, again. He's twenty seven mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Just turned twenty seven. Um, he's from California. I, I just looked it up because I know I mentioned last week that he went right. to USC. Um, but he's he's was born in Santa Monica and went to Santa Monica mm-hmm. High School. So yeah, make make yeah. that what you will. Um, so <laughs> I was just like, are you for real right now? So um, so she said, um, this is some something else taken from her statement. I want you to know that I believe that as long as he is not in custody, I am not safe. Chad never called the police after the assault, even though he thought I was dead. This current status places my safety at risk, and I do not believe that a protective order or a condition of release is sufficient to keep me safe. So I'm just like yeah. praying 
for her safety. Because, um, again, like, if he has another manic attack, and, like, she's not going to have time to call anybody. And as we saw, you know, thankfully he's a rich white, well, he's not, well, he's has probably enough money, a rich white man, where they did not kill him. Three of them seduced, right. um, subdued not him. Seduced. <laughs> Taser. Not seduced. Huh? Subdued. <laughs> yeah, subdued. <laughs> Lord. Well, not killing him, right. like seducing him. Because I'm like, yeah, I was like, seriously, yeah. three of them. And had trouble getting him down. Like, no, he, him. he thought it, that he yeah. killed her. Like, let's just be clear. Like, he thought he left her for mm-hmm. dead in his place and went and had a bowl of cereal or whatever the hell he did. Like, you know, so it's, yeah. that's, yeah. I, if it's not like attempted murder, like, I don't, these charges are some oh. BS. He should not be, he should, these charges yeah. are too light. He should not he shouldn't be, out. be out. And that's the whole thing. Like, uh, I don't know. The bail situation is so problematic. <sighs> yeah. I'm like, how are you? Like, yeah, he's like out like almost immediately mm-hmm. after doing this. So, yes, I feel entitled. Yeah, I'm going to go kick it right. in Hawaii. No. While this, you know, for a few months while this, you know, while this happens and I get off. Mm. Um. Yeah, so, <sighs> okay. So I alluded to them last week. Okay. Moving on, just yes. praying for that child because yes. this is crazy. Um, to mention Ti and Tiny and all of the allegations that were brought up against them, a range of sexual abuse accusations, trafficking, drugging, and coercing women Ugh. to sleep with them, um, just came out. Yes, because it had previously been mentioned that they would pay like other people to participate but Mm. the coercion and the drugging and the trafficking this you know makes it a lot more you know so um they have a show that's been on the air for quite some time um so it's like ti tiny and friends so it's them their family um the child from destiny's child i can't remember her name right there um i can't remember her name um and um Monica are in it. Like I know the child. I cannot think of her name for my I wanna say Toya. is the other one. She's kinda on there. God, I can't remember the child name. Anyway, and um Monica mm-hmm. are on the show. So um I was gonna mention her on the show like a few weeks ago. She got bumped, but her and her or did I read it? Her and her um I think we might not have taped okay. that day. Her and her husband are getting divorced. Now her husband's name for whatever reason I can remember. Um, because she's always calling his name, okay. so whatever. So she, um, they're all on the it's show. It's just like a reality so, show, like following um, them around. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. So MTV. Um. So we are. I want to say, but I felt like it came on BET, but I think they're all um owned by Viacom. Um. He's like, we are aware of the allegations, and while they are not connected to our show, we have reached out to Ti and Tamika. Harris, as well as local and state officials, given the serious nature of the allegations, we have decided to suspend production in order to gather more information. So they were actually about to announce their season four premiere, uh, which is gonna was gonna take place like mm-hmm. maybe March or April, and they placed that on um, pause as well. 
and um, sources are trying to say like it was a mutual decision. I'm like, I'm sure it was. I mean, but um, with all these charges, like, I mean, these are serious trafficking, like drugging, like what? Like, I'm surprised that there's even there's it's just not like straight out canceled. Right, because the thing is, like, I think it's kind of a known thing, like, like I said, that they're into bringing other people into their marriage bed. However, the accusations of the trafficking and whatnot are new. Mm-hmm. So there's some people apparently um, gave the one woman who came forward first um, some, you know, she, some stories and then came back and was like oh I those are all lies like none of this is true so they're really try, just trying to go through and like vet stories right now so that's mm-hmm. kind of what's going on um the Harris's um have oh god T.I. must have written this um the Harris's have denied in the strongest way possible the egregiously appalling allegations um, threatening possible legal action against the accuser. Mm. So, Lord Jesus, I'm like him and those words. Mm-hmm. He just had to put together yeah. all the words oh, he knows, yeah. all the words he knows. Um, and to make this, let's to let us know that this is serious and not going to die down anytime soon. One of the accusers is now being represented by attorney Lisa Bloom. Who's Lisa? Mm-mm. Do you know Lisa Bloom? Lisa Bloom is like one of those, um, like she, I think, represented Janice Dickinson um, with the Bill Cosby mm-hmm. thing. So if there's like um, Misha Barton, oh, I see. And there's like some other person, like famous, like she's like one. So basically, okay, you know who Gloria, sure. Gloria Allred yeah. is, right? Lisa Bloom is Gloria Allred's daughter. Oh, literally. Yes, oh, literally, okay. her daughter. So she has taken oh, on okay. the family business Picked now. up that mantle. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's like her. So I'm like, oh, so this ain't going away because she's going to, you know, get some mm-hmm. media attention um, from this and, you know, keep this going on. So that is that. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Wowzers. Nice. Um, T.I. and Tiny. And this is, you know, this kind of thing um, is why everyone was just like, "How dare you?" When it came to his daughter, oh, the and him speaking thing. on, yeah, we're uh, like, of all the people to talk yeah, about this, like, how so dare you? To even like, yeah, like just, oh my god, it's so weird, just yeah, yuck. Hmm. So, um. This is where, like, I haven't watched this movie yet, but Malcolm and Marie is out on Netflix. No, I saw it, it and was interested, but I saw also saw mixed reviews. Um, like one one review, I I mean, I should say I saw the headline for one review that was like, "Not even Zendaya can save Malcolm and Marie." Um, but then someone else was like, "Oh, it's fire!" Da da da. You know, so I was just like, "Okay, I don't know who to believe." <laughs> like, yeah, so I would not believe traditional reviews okay. because so the Stan Levinson, um, I think is like the producer, mm-hmm. director, whatever of this. He, he does a lot of criticizing of reviewers or, or critics, 
in in this oh in the movie itself movie, he, in the movie itself and he also at the same time has a difficult relationship okay. with critics so they feel attacked and so they're not going to give okay. him a good yeah. review like not the mainstream people because he t- apparently specifically pointed out a white lady from the LA uh-huh. Times so yeah so they're they're not okay. seeing it I think that's kind of where they're coming from they're okay. super biased about this um, on the other hand and so it's a lot of, of, of about him so I've seen a lot of people like not liking it because it's very okay. talky okay. and dialogue apparently their relationship's super toxic so people are like Jesus like this is a lot of arguing and this uh-huh. is just weird but then on the other hand I saw some people were like oh I love it or uh, it's an art piece and I was just like okay so I'm going into this like I kind of put it on earlier and I was like you know what I'm not watching it this is dialogue heavy Mm -hmm. I have to actually watch it and so this is my take and some people are taking a oh it's this it's art you know, you have to, you know, I have like a film back, you know, I went to film school. <laughs> that's why I understand it. And so I hate that. So my thing is, if it's a good movie, right. it's a good movie. And I don't have to like be intimidated by, you know, talking, you know, lots of dialogue. Like, I don't mind that. On the other hand, just because something is in black and white and there is a lot of dialogue right. doesn't mean it's good. So I'm not going to let you do that to me. Like, no, like I watch a lot. Of, you know, I did not go to film school, but I. Hey, I've watched Citizen Kane. Watch, I, I, I get it. <laughs> I watch a lot of movies. And to me, it's it's kind of like wine. Like I can appreciate a very nice bottle of wine. And I will also drink Moscato. I mean, if I like it, I like it. And let's not put all of these extra Mm -hmm. things on it. If it's good to me, it's good to me. So I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to um, not, you know, put a lot of, Mm -hmm. like, extra on it. But, yeah, I, like, I hate both sides. I hate, like, people who, like, oh, it's too talky, blah, 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 it's in black and white. Oh, my God, it's boring. It's slow. And then I hate the people, oh, it's so highbrow. Like, what was that movie that oh, we like really hated? Yes. That everyone was the all one that was up like in one arms long about. Oh. Commercial. Um with Brad Pitt. No, oh. it was um that movie. No, it was, it was um the guy who was Sean Penn. Oh Sean yes. Penn. Oh God. I have to it look was it like, up. It was like, a I short can't... title, like the Oh, the the li- tree of life. Tree oh, of God. life. My hated it. God, I hated that <laughs> hated movie. It. And everyone yeah. was like, it was just like, fun. and it was I so was like, like, it was just like, oh, it was just so you know, like highbrow that you really had to like, you know. And I was just like, no, it was trash. Like it's just, it was beautiful. I shouldn't have yeah. to go to theater to film school to be able to watch a movie and appreciate yeah, the, no, the art was, form. There was like, no story. Should, yeah. It was so like it was so uh pleased with itself. 
that's what it was i hate like like, here i am look how like gorgeous i am like come and like just sit and appreciate me and it's just like no 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 you you still have to be about something there still needs to be like a discernible storyline um (laughs) i yeah like if i want to just go look at like pretty pictures i I, there's a million ways to do that but like that's not what film is like it can't just be pretty um yeah so it was I mean like the cinematography was beautiful but it was about nothing and it was the whole like the whole yes, Terrence, Terrence Malick yes. thing and like he hadn't done anything and people were like oh it's automatically a masterpiece because oh and Sean Penn like oh yeah, yes, it was like, yes it was, and I was pink, like white uh intelligentsia you know like elitist like it was peak all of those things like it made me so sick yeah it was like the for you oh the my George God, Clooney so film smug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh the worst so smug <laughs> <laughs> okay okay listen so malcolm and marie i'm going to like watch it sometime this week um yeah mm-hmm. that's the goal um so yeah and then i'll talk okay. about it next week um also i'll do it now okay, Let's get first one, like, whatever Okay, so I am watching oh, no no, no I'm, okay. I'm still not done but i was like i'm gonna i'm i'm, I'm okay. watching something else and I'm gonna bring it up and then wait till me everything because it's it's another thing that's kind of going viral, like mm-hmm. everyone's talking about it. Married at first sight, season twelve started a couple okay. of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. And based in Atlanta, I did, I don't think I talked about this last week. I can't remember. I might have talked to you on the phone about it. I've been talking about it mm-hmm. quite a bit this past week. There is a groom. Mm-hmm husband mm-hmm. on the show that he just gets okay hey there colonel um more oh. disgusting every watching i have to say he is really like there are there's like a hall of fame of like the most hated oh, husbands God. and he has he kind of got most of them you couldn't tell until like mm-hmm. the second third episode he just started out. He's not even trying to start Ooh, out yuck. on the right foot. So Chris Williams, who has found out that he had a fiance, like at least up until the show started. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. He's signing up for this show where you're supposed to get married at first sight. But mm-hmm. he's already engaged. He tells her that he and her friends and everybody else that he was in he um was engaged up until three months ago. So my thing is like you were engaged starting this right process. because if you were three months ago, like this the whole leading up process takes like at least that long, right? I would think so. With casting and the questionnaires and the interviews and all that. And then, like, they don't start so, yeah. filming right at the end of that either. Like, it's so well with it. Um, 
because I think the last one happened during the start mm-hmm. of quarantine. So the last one filmed like like February, I think they had an extra month. So I think it finished in like mm-hmm. April or May. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling for that last one. So yeah, like it's been like almost a whole year, and they advertise, you know, yeah, yeah. So the math doesn't work. He's he's a no, and apparently there's going to be some. They're kind of alluding to maybe it's her or the, I think the ex fiance is pregnant. So that's oh, just going to complicate word. things even more. So then, like you know, we see them separately. I see. I don't find okay. him particularly attractive at all. But he is very like Atlanta flashy. He has his Gucci belt, like that's like the starter <laughs> kit. And um, he was like he owns a restaurant. Found out he owns a fran- uh, subway franchise. Cause I'm like, what restaurant he owns? So I'm like looking it up, and I was like, oh, a subway. And then find out it's closed. It's not. It's been closed okay. since March. Um. So I was like, okay, now you don't <laughs> own a restaurant. And um, he's a finance manager. He's something. And oh, this is what his story. I was like, from the very beginning, I was like, trash, trash, trash. I hate to call people trash, but I'm like, trash. He was like, I was like, mm, 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 mm. he started out in ministry because uh, his family is in uh, ministry. But then he was like, I wasn't making any money. So I needed yeah, to do something Yeah, welcome to else. ministry, you idiot. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes to I was like, Lord Jesus? <laughs> right. <sighs> I was like, unless you are like a different kind of, you know, he's again, I don't know. Mm-mm, but nope. yeah, so the girl, you know, pretty girl, nice shape, dark skin. So I was like, because they've been showing pictures of the fiance and I was like, oh, he's not going to like her. And sure enough, like he was like, oh, she's beautiful, blah, blah, in the interviews. Then starts talking to her friends. Um, but like when she was coming down the aisle, he was just like, oh, blank. Cause he was saying to himself, if she's not pretty, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna I don't know if I'm gonna be able to okay, go through. Okay, then you this. should not be on this show. And, <laughs> it's so stupid. Right. And then his father, who is also horrible, was like, Oh yeah, if she um if she pretty and saved, then I, this might work. But she ugly. Mm, mm, I don't know what's gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen. You're, and I was like, piece of work. "Are you? Yeah, serious?" And so, yeah. So everyone knew. Like most people, like so, you know, all the black people knew that I talked to. Like, oh, he ain't gonna like her. He ain't gonna think she's pretty. Um. And so he's talking to her friends, and I was like, "She needs new friends," because. I know that if you, Vanessa, Nasia, all my other little friends, you know, were at this little married at first sight, like wedding, meeting him, talk to the first time, he was like, I'm not 100% attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm used to like the trophy wife type, like, you know, pretty uh, girls. That's gross. So if he said that to y'all, I know, because like I said, right y'all are like, Y'all will, yeah, like y'all go off on people, and I'm just like, it's fine, like whatever. And you're like, no, it's not. And no. so, yeah, so 
for him to say that and they didn't tell her he oh, said Oh, they kept that. that to themselves? And I was like... Oh, yeah. She needs a whole yes. new set of friends. And they were just kind of like, oh, you know, he... You know, we're concerned. They we're concerned. The only red flag we see is like, you know, he was engaged previously. But, you know, he might be okay. I'm like, no. oh, my friends would be like, like uh-uh. girl stop right now let's yeah. go let's come on here we're put going. this over let's here go. we we out we leaving we're leaving and i was like oh she need all new friends because yeah. they are horrible for not telling her and making her look like a fool and then like at the wedding all he's talking about is sex wow he's asking her like all this kind of like sex stuff and are you freaky and, like all this kind of stuff like, we literally like, oh. just met we literally just met. We're sitting at the little reception. I don't. Hey, do you want my phone number first? Like, are you serious? So it was super, super crazy. Oh god. So um, and so apparently, like, she they like went on there like the first night, and I was like, girl, I need you to have better stuff. She's just slept oh, with no. him already. Like she slept with him that night and the next morning. He's like, I'm going to go out to go get some breakfast. And he doesn't come out back Mm-mm. for hours. And then he kind of like tells her, you know, like he wasn't like really attracted to her. He, you know, she's like, I don't understand if you're not like, why would you do that? I'm like, cause he's a man girl. Like that, that's why. Um, and there's no, like your body might not like your face, but like you're pretty, you have a shapely body. Like that's all he cared about. Like, cause he was commenting on her, but like the whole time with his friends and ha ha ha. And I was like, you're just oh, so disgusting. Now, so now here's my question based <laughs> on what I know of the show. Like what did the coaches see in him? Cause if he's such a jerk, like why was he even. They think he has like. And this is, this is what he said. He's like, we're good on paper. You may not, she, she may not be. Did he say this to her friends too? And I was like, my friends would have come and like, oh, excuse me, grab me and take me out the door. She's not the wife I wanted, but she's probably the uh-uh. wife I need. No, we're not here to fix you. And right. And so they're like, you know, she's like a realtor, a CPA, like, you know, has investment properties, like, you know, like, right. has her stuff together, like, you know, has her stuff together, and, you know, they're, like, he keeps talking about building the empire and having children to continue his legacy and all this kind of stuff. I don't really see, like, what legacy where he's, he's doing anything. Okay. Right, and so I'm, like, okay. So, yeah, it's, oh, girl. awful. So, yeah, everybody mad at him. Everyone's mad at the experts. They're like, why y'all yeah. set her that girl up like that? Like, it seems not like he even right. even made that the poor girl as a guy in the group at all. Like, I'm like, how did he get past all those? You know, because it's like hundreds of people who apply. Like, how did he even? Yes. And everyone's like, this is the best that Atlanta had to offer. I was like, I promise you, like, no, like, this is horrible for yeah. any standard. And he um also... Oh, the other husbands, like, they meet, like, the husbands meet first before the weddings, the Mm -hmm. wives meet and kind of talk. All the husbands hated him. And so then they show, like, Mm -hmm. previews coming up, and, like, he's constantly getting in fights. Right, because they're, like, probably, like, decent people. Where they're, like, like, the worst. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh. it's going to be. Yeah, and they also show that she's having sex with him like every day oh, without any protection. No. And I was like, "What is wrong with you? Oh, see, what I is have wrong with you?" About her then, so because she's not. I was like, she must have like low self esteem. Like it has, and I was like, yeah, I really wish. Um, yeah. Just... You loved yourself a little bit more, girl. I was like, you're, you know, she's mm. young, but I was just like, you know, twenties, you know, we're stupid. But I was like, I wasn't that I stupid. Think. I don't think. No, no. Mm-mm. And she's putting a lot on God. No, what friend. God wants for me. No, no friend. Leave God out of that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Leave Mm-mm. God. God up there, no. like, Mm-mm. I had no. nothing to do with this, oh, girl. That's a mess. So yeah, so. Uh, entire nice. mess. So that's that. Mary first, like Chris, gross. Oh. Um, and then just finish it out. Um, it seems like we have like a funeral announcement. Um, every episode now, like this is crazy. So rest in peace to first yeah. of all Christopher Plummer. And I was like, yes. weren't we singing yeah. like? A song from we Star were. Music last week, so I was just like, "Oh, loved him." Oh, I thought he was so Such a like handsome, handsome. man. Mm-hmm. Just very like refined even in his looking. old age, like, oh, just yes. very like dignified. Yes, very distinguished. Yes. yes. Um. So, but yeah, made it to yes. the ripe old age of ninety-one. So long, long life. Mm-hmm. Yes, nice long life. So rest in peace to uh, Christopher Plummer. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. And also, this one is more like our, maybe like, I was kind of on a tail end of it. This is probably a, a before you, like a little after your teenage years. Um, Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell passed away. I saw that. Well. No, yeah, I never watched Saved by the Bell, but I just knew his face from you know whatever just being on tv or whatever i was like oh he was young right like only like 44 or something yeah he's my age that's what i was saying i was like i know it was like a little beyond you know like when you're in like our teenage years like those three our three years like are huge now like anything but yeah so yeah we were all like in their same what um did he die from did what he died from oh. liver cancer. He's actually young, younger than me, uh, like about six months younger than me. So he was forty. He was forty-four as well. Um, but he had just mm. turned forty-four. Um, yeah, I believe it was liver cancer. He was diagnosed in yes. January that he had stage four, and oh, yeah, that's that's hard. That's hard. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he was undergoing um treatment. Ugh. Yeah. Stage four, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's really not there, yeah. a lot. Ugh. So sad. Okay. Rest in peace. Yes. Rest in peace to those fine folks. Alrighty. Mm. Let's get personal. personal. Uh, Okay. I was very excited for two things that are keeping me entertained right now. One, 
Um, <laughs> I turned on, I like, you know, did a, like I didn't do a whole lot yesterday, but like it was a while before I like wound down and like just like sat to watch some TV. And I turned on Netflix, and who has new episodes but The Sinner with Bill Pullman? I love this show. It's the one that, um, it's, they just dropped all of season three on Netflix. I didn't even know it was coming. It was just like this like happy little surprise when I opened the Netflix app on my TV. Um, and this is the one that is um, executive produced by Jessica Biel. And she was um, the, she, she starred in the first season, but then it's the same. So it's the same kind of like crotchety old, like detective played by Bill Pullman. He's the same his character stays the same throughout the series, but every every season is a different crime um, to be solved or whatever. So, yeah. So, really good. Chris, Christopher Messina is in this one as... Yeah. Oh, I love him. Like, he is... Like, the yes. guy who played Danny yes. Castellano on Mini Project? Oh! I have such, like, yeah. a little well, crush it's on a him. because he's the I bad guy. Yeah. Like, he plays the villain. <gasps> yeah, and he Ooh. plays, like... Yeah, like, it's plays... really crazy, because it's just sort okay. of, like, you're used to seeing him as kind of, like, yeah, like, the, like, guy next door, or, like, the nice guy, or whatever. Mm-mm-mm. He is a good villain. So, he is the, like, you know, so it's it's very good. So, it's still, it's still just, like, high-quality, like, direction, high-quality writing, and you've got Bill Pullman, who's like anchoring the entire cast the whole time. Like he's just so good um, as just like the like old detective who's like you know, you know he's grumpy. He's like dealing with his sciatica. <laughs> like he's like still trying to like you know re up his um, reputation with his daughter. You know by like trying to be like a good grandfather now to her son, and you know all these different things. Like you've got his whole storyline that's like always like kind of stays the same. Like he's just got like he's you know dark and kind of haunted from his years like living. You know, um, and then whatever the new mm. crime is every season. So yeah, season three of that just dropped, and I could not be happier. Um, I'm sure I'll probably like be done with it by the end of this week, which is gonna just make me so sad because it just like it's one of those like once you get really into it you just need to find out what's going to happen you just end up binging it all um so that happened then the other thing that i'm excited about is i was really struggling okay so i have hulu right and i added a while back like hbo max to it right or hbo it was just before like even the whole hbo max thing but i had already added hbo and then like you know hbo like when HBO Max dropped, they just like automatically switched it to like HBO Max, which I was like, okay. But I was like struggling because on the actual Hulu app, I would go to look for like, you know, like someone would recommend a show and it'd be like, like there's this one show called The Flight Attendant, right? Um, it's a new series that had dropped mm-hmm. like probably a couple months ago now. Um, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting, like something I would want to watch. Then I'd go look for it on the Hulu app. And it was like not there, like or wasn't giving me access to it, even though I'm paying for the HBO service. So I'd been meaning to figure it out, but like just had not had the like headspace. I've been like annoyed by it, but just been like, okay, I don't know why it's happening. But um, 
But then there's a movie that just dropped that I really, really wanted to watch. It's only streaming on HBO and it's called The Little Things. Um, and it's about a serial killer and it's Denzel Washington mm -hmm. and um, like all these like oh, amazing yeah. it's like there's like at least like three different like Oscar winners. And it's like a whole and I'm just like, OK, I like and of course, same thing. I go to the Hulu app. I look for it. It's not giving me any like it's not showing up. I'm like, OK, what is the problem? So I finally like Googled like Hulu app, HBO content. And of course, immediately it came up like as a question that someone else had asked. So I go to the little like, you know, discussion page on the Hulu website and it lets it tells me what I need to do. Like <laughs> I was like, oh. Terrific. So I follow the instructions and bada bing, bada boom, I've got all access to all the content that I've been like missing. So I am so excited. One, I'm going to watch that movie tonight. The little things I'm like thrilled. Um, you know, I love anything serial killer <laughs> related. <laughs> so like, yeah. plus like amazing actors, like I'm totally stoked about that. But then it's also like all these things that I've been like wanting to watch, like The Alienist is on HBO and people keep re recommending that show to me. There's like a few seasons of it already out, um, but it's another, you know, it's like one that's like I know that I would like, but I couldn't get access to it. Now I have access to that. The show that I just mentioned, The Flight Attendant, that series like I can now watch like. I just went on there and was like, add to my list, add to my list, add to my list. <laughs> so it's like, bing, 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 bing. I was just like, oh my God. Like all of a sudden I have like all this content that like I didn't have access to before. So I am feeling set for like the next several weeks because <laughs> I was definitely getting to that place of like, uh, uh, okay, uh. you know, live TV has been like slow coming back because of COVID-19 restrictions. So you've got a few new shows of like, we watch like, you know, like this is us put out like the first like three episodes which were like excellent right we've talked about them on the show already but it's sort of like oh and then nothing because then they nothing. got shut down like their production got shut down because of COVID quarantine in california and as did all like so i think just this week we opened back up to certain things and so i think some productions are going back but like even then like it's still going to be a few weeks before like they actually like put content out right so I was already just feeling like I was coming to the end of like all these things, like or whatever, you know. So, so yeah, um, I am stoked that I'm like, okay, all this content, all this content that I've been like wanting to like check out, like I now have access to, and I, I should have had access to it all along. I just didn't know how to how to get there. So I'm super stoked about that. Um, <laughs> awesome. I briefly mentioned like the Mindy project yes. when you're talking about Chris Messina. Did you know she had like a second baby? Mindy Kaling? We still don't know who the yeah. daddy is. Oh my gosh. She no. is the best secret keeper in Hollywood. I promise you, like, don't ever tell me you can't keep a secret in Hollywood because she is like that is such a big deal. Like to for her to be in like a full on relationship and like making babies and like we still don't know who that daddy is. That's crazy. Like that's like some serious like she's got some good people around her. You know she what I'm saying? Like she's got she's surrounded her. herself by people who are yeah. actually like trustworthy. Yeah, because like it never came out that she she had a second baby in See, September. See how are we like yeah. So like, how are we like six <laughs> months past like a whole baby? No, it came okay. out in November. It came, okay. I kept forgetting to mention it. Still, so it came out in crazy. November. 
And so, and I, I didn't find out till like maybe December or something because I was on her Instagram and she had something about like maternity clothes. And I was like, maternity clothes from like her baby's like two or three. Why is she still wearing maternity clothes? Although that's very common. Sure. But I was like, oh my God, are you serious? And then I looked and it's like, yeah, she just woke on the baby in September. She kind of made it known in November and she was October, November. She's like, yeah, it was really easy because like I'm quarantining like everybody else, like I'm staying at home. And then if I shoot pictures, like I just shoot around the pregnancy and, and I was just gonna you know, say, like people yeah, in her life course. knew, That's but didn't like, say anything. Yeah. People didn't say anything. <laughs> She's really incredibly discreet because she still puts out content. Like, cause I follow her on Facebook and on Instagram. So like, you know, like I'm like, as you're saying this, I'm thinking to myself, like, when was she like, pregnant but she yeah she's just like great at like putting out content like without like showing the pregnancy and she's like I didn't get super big she's like so that was like it because I did like look at her and I was like okay she does now look a little bigger than she was before and I was like oh my god like totally missed like no, she's, yeah I was like yeah. she's good yeah so her and January Jones January Jones we still wow. don't know who her baby daddy is yeah and he's like maybe eight or something so yeah like, and they're, they're like, very again, yeah um, they have good people around discreet. them because yeah mm-hmm. i feel like most most people would have at least one leak by now at least one mm-hmm. who was like i need this money so i'm a i'm a break off entertainment tonight with this information or whatever but the thing is like with her like she is always involved in some kind of deal that it's like I will make more money be mm-hmm. on her good side than sure. You know, I mean it's a combination of like one story. being really discerning about who you surround yourself with and two being really good mm-hmm. at being really good to the people that you surround yourself with, you know, so that they like you people around you. loyalty. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's so crazy. Like, good grief. Yeah, I was like, I had oh, forgotten about gosh. that. Yeah. But when I'm, you know, my boo, Chris Messina, I was like, oh, yes. I So, yeah, so that's all my stuff. I all finished right. my Audible book that I was talking about, 50 Words for Rain. Um, and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was one of those books that, like, didn't end the way that I wanted it to. Um, and so I was, like, a little disappointed in the ending. But, um, but it was still, like good like it was a very like realistic ending too you know so sort of like oh you know they kind of want like the fantasy book to end fantastically you know um but i finished that audible book so now i need to uh, i just downloaded a new one i haven't started it yet so i don't have much to say about it yet but um so i'm not going to promote it until i know more um um, oh and i took your recommendation for that podcast um you're wrong about I I like uh-huh. it. I like what it. I'm think? listening through. So, okay, first of all, I was so confused because the two co-hosts of this podcast are a man and a woman. But the man does not sound mm-hmm. like a man to to me. He sounds like Not even man. that. Like mm-hmm. I like I mean, yes, now that I know that he's a man, sure. But I just really was like, it, like in my head, it was like two women, like when the first few episodes that I listened to. But then like she says his name a couple of times, like further into like the second episode or whatever um, that I listened to. It was like Mike, mm-hmm. Mike, Michael or whatever, you know, she's like, says like, well, Michael and like, Mike, and I'm like, wait, 
this like Mike so then like I finally like looked it up like I because like you know I just like downloaded a couple episodes started listening I didn't like look into it um and I'm seeing like the pictures like like I like google both their names and I'm just like okay yeah no this is definitely a man uh, <laughs> but like I still even now that I know that he's a man I still it's it's still confusing to me like he sounds so much like a woman to me um, not even like a woman with like a particularly deep voice like he just sounds like a woman to me <laughs> so so Aww. so confused um, but anyway other than <laughs> other than like my like inability to like get past the two voices um it is really good it's like they just kind of like talk about like um random stuff like they cover right now i'm listening to their take they're different they have like a gazillion episodes on the oj simpson trial so i the first two i listened mm-hmm. to were the ones that part like nicole brown part one and part two which they did a really good job with and now i'm like starting on the paula barbieri one um and i want to say I, there was once there might be one other episode that i like and now i can't think of what it was um but anyway yeah so yeah you uh you're um what's it called you're wrong about um so they kind of like kind of do like a deep dive into like topics that like um we know about but like they kind of like go a little deeper and like reveal things that you like maybe like you know had had a different take on or whatever i love that they change the tagline every time um which is something that we do but it's like they like they do it too like they're just like the podcast that like da 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 like every time it's something different uh, because they're sort of like they're sort of finding themselves like as they're like you know like recording so it's really funny um so yeah anyway um so those are things i'm listening to and reading and watching um well actually just listening to and watching um that's it I'm, there's nothing nothing new to report here all is well um yeah so what do you got um <laughs> nothing nothing's going on here like nothing to see here working nothing to see here i'm like i'm working i don't go anywhere i go to the grocery store that's like the highlight of my day Ooh, now you have a um, fancy new bag i did not walk all of it <laughs> i'm so excited yes andrea is the most thoughtful <laughs> friend um <laughs> I know, like, this is, I was gonna say it anyway, but she reminded me, I guess. <laughs> she's so thoughtful that she's making me rem- tell, tell you all how thoughtful she is. What a great is. person I am, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, so, we are in, we've talked about before, this is not a podcast about Trader Joe's, that, but you wouldn't know that. Episode um, without mentioning it. Without mentioning it, and the fabulous Facebook group Trader that Joe's. we are in, um, Black Girls and Trader Joe's, and one of the things that they yep. do is they sell some merch, and so there's the hashtag, um, hashtag BGITJ, and Black Girls, mm-hmm. um, and so there's a cute little bag, they have masks and a cute little bag that you can have so that we can identify each other in Trader Joe's to every so black girl not that walking up on <laughs> right, yeah and go are you in the group and I love how one person said that she did that and the lady like <laughs> ran away from her because right because there's like a, 
a cult that's like famous oh, for I approaching people in grocery stores. So yes, and inviting them to a spaghetti dinner. Like I like read this on some like um uh-huh. group that I'm in. There's another Facebook, like, you know, um a Reno group, one of the Reno groups. And uh-huh. so Murderino groups. And so I was just like, That's oh crazy. my God. Like that was it. hilarious. That was, so this bag prevents that from, right. from you looking from looking like a crazy person, you know, like looking at every <laughs> black woman in Trader Joe's. Like, are you in the group? Are you in the group? I think she in the group. Like me last week where I'm just like, oh, there's three women together. <laughs> I was like, I think they are in the group because they're looking at me. And I'm like, Kristen, go about your black business and hurry up and get up out of this store. You don't have time to be dilly-dallying in the right. grocery store in Atlanta. So I was like, okay, let me just get out of here. Stop being in their business. I ain't supposed to be talking to nobody anyway. So, uh, yeah, so I'm like, get out of here. So, yes, but yeah, so yeah, so Andrea bought the bag for herself and said, "You know who mm-hmm. likes this? Kristen Haynes." <laughs> and she was right. By golly, it was so a exciting. wonderful surprise. I did not actually go to Trader Joe's this weekend to do any shopping, but I will definitely be there in tow with so my bag exciting. next weekend. Yes, so so exciting. So yes, thank you very much. It was a very thoughtful <laughs> gift. She is a very thoughtful friend. Don't, Don't you, you wish you had, had a friend, friend like her? Me. who's so modest (laughs) oh I meant to tell you this story okay I said I was going to say this story so talking to a bestie who is finally you know three years ago we discussed this when me and Asiya were starting our business you know Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be the three of us starting it and she just (laughs) decided no She's like, y'all go on, y'all go on. She did. Like, she (laughs) paid for the class, Mm -hmm. just never finished it. And was like, no, thank you. We guilted her, her husband, like, you know, the girls, like, she didn't care. So finally, um, a conversation I had um, with her and like another one of her friends, the other friend was like, I think I want to do it. After talking to Christian, I think I want to do it. And she was like, will you do it with right. me? So that was the catalyst for her actually doing it. So she'll be done in a couple mm-hmm. of months. Very excited. Uh, we were talking about that. So we were talking more about like real estate stuff. But then, you know, they have That's a right. dog. They have a little puppy, so cute. Zoe, who is, there was something that was going on with her. Like she got out or something. Like she's kind of stays in the sunroom. I said the sun porch. And um, Cupcake's like, the sunroom, Auntie. I was like, mm-hmm. right, the sunroom. Thank you for correcting me. So um, the sunroom. And so, like, she's not supposed to. And so Vanessa was talking about that and talking about the training and how mm-hmm. they, she sleeps in her crate. They're like, because when we don't have her, because I asked her if she sleeps in the bed with Ainsley. She's like, no. She sleeps in her crate because we weren't letting her not, mm-hmm. you know, to roam around. Oh, and then yeah. there was pee and poop everywhere. So we are like, no. So they're saying now the dog and she's like, yeah, so she rang the bell and I was like, excuse me, she rings a bell? They're like, yeah, so when she wants oh, to yeah. go outside to pee or yes, poop, yes. she rings the bell and I was like, what? And she's like, okay, so we have right. a bell on the back door and she knows that mm-hmm. when we go outside she hears the bell. So she associates the bell with outside. So now she's taking it upon herself 
to ring the bell mm-hmm. when she wants to go out. And she's like, frankly, we find it very um, convenient. Like, we love it because, you know, she's like, uh, she's like, although sometimes when she just wants to go outside, she'll ring the bell. But we know that she's just mm-hmm. went and she's just playing around. But usually, like, and I was like, y'all talk. Yeah, I mean, that's actually a thing. Like, it's like, and yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, that's, so that's what she awesome. said. She's like, we research it, and like, it's a thing. And she's like, it works great. We love it. And I was like, I mean, you know, I'm gonna talk about you on the podcast. She's like, why? <laughs> I was like, I'm just imagine because she's such a little yeah. girl. It's great. <laughs> I was like, yes. um, hello, sir and madam, young mm-hmm. mistress, could you please let me out? Yeah, so I was like, she got y'all like, Becky mm-hmm. call, come open this door for me, let me out. So yeah, it's I was better like, than oh pooping inside. Gosh. So yeah, I thought that was so funny. Oh gosh, yes. Any day. She's still biting oh, my she's baby. A puppy. Puppies bite. Yeah, but she's like, but then she only does it to Ainsley because you know Ainsley's not right. Right. the alpha. She is. So yeah. Yeah. Because oh, me and her are straight. She already know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, oh, this one crazy. She ain't she smart she ain't doggy. Yes, smart doggy. So yeah, but I thought that oh, was so gotta love smart like, Oh pup. gosh. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, working like that's <laughs> annoying sometimes. Um, feeding myself, mm-hmm. which is the whole thing, and binge watching like shows that I've seen before. What well, one that I did I haven't seen before, and I was like, okay, like Single Parents, I binge watched. Okay which was hilarious and also I started um, watching um, American okay. Housewife okay. they're like little ABC sitcoms they're pretty funny so I was like yeah. okay this is like mindless stuff that I can you know work have it and, on yeah you know kind of watch listen to don't have to be super yeah attentive so yeah so that's that's it like I ain't doing nothing um no big announcements. Uh, we are taping now during the yes, Super Bowl. As we speak, the Super Bowl is happening. I don't know yes, anything it about is. it. Yeah, I kind of checked back and um, people are complaining about the weekend. It's halftime, I guess, or halftime was happening okay. soon. Uh, no, I, I I'm like I anything care. I want to like, see. I, I never cared about highlight reels um, tomorrow and throughout the rest of the week. So I'm going to catch Amanda Gorman and whatever she performed. Uh, on I want to see Jasmine Sullivan do the um, yeah, and yeah, all of that will be available um, on video somewhere. Um, so I will watch it that way. Um, I, like I, I definitely want to see like her perform. Um, but again, don't ha- I have no need to watch it live. So we're good. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, once again, I do feel like we've covered everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and I'm glad I ate before we got on because see, and this is, is perfect. I like the time that we taped today because um, I was done with my pretty much done with my chores. I do still need to eat, but that's be fast. I'll eat. The dog will eat. I'll take him out. I just need to fold my clothes from out of the laundry. Yes, I have some clothes on the edge of my bed. Yeah, but that's that pretty much I'm pretty much good. Good to go. Um, hmm. Look at you. That's, <laughs> Very happy. that's wonderful. All right, folks. I kind of wanted to eat chicken wings today, but I didn't do it. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but... Oh, that oh, because that's the thing. I decided I'm going to be a Paris vegan I'm or sorry, a travel what? vegan. So I look these, you know, there's someone had a thing about the different types of vegans. Like some people are like super strict where it's like no animal products, you know, whatever. Like that means like the leather okay. or whatever. That's kind of like a true vegan. But then there's like a dietary vegan where it's only like they still wear leather and don't care about it, the animal part, but they're just not eating animal products they're like okay. plant-based or processed foods or whatever but then there is like a person who is like the it's like a six something vegan where like they don't eat any like if they eat anything that's non-vegan it's after 6 p.m which I was like that's hmm. horrible um and then there's the um the Paris vegan which is a person who keeps a vegan diet like on their own but when they go out to eat, they eat what they want. So like when you order at a restaurant, like you if will they go out order like, a steak or a chicken dish yes. or something. Oh. Mm-hmm. But only like on the occasional, like, you know, social like setting. You won't if you're in a social a setting, wing. you'll eat. Got it. Right. And then there is the travel vegan, which is like absolutely going to be me where like if I'm going to another country or something, I'm going to eat like the local. That's fair. Because that's such a big part of me traveling anyway that I was like, oh, yeah, because again, like this is just, you know, this is how I need to eat most of the time. But there's no like deep conviction behind it. Okay, well, that's a relief. Like, yeah, so so that's what I've decided. So, yeah, since you are one of my frequent travel buddies um, and our trips are very, Mm -hmm. whenever we're allowed to go outside again, our trips Mm -hmm. are very food-centered. I know that you Uh, know that that's important. I am thoroughly relieved, yeah. Mm -hmm. Relieved. I well, I was just no like fun. between your <laughs> vegan thing and my new like dietary restrictions. Um, uh, you know, I was like, "What are we gonna uh, do when we go on trips?" And this is so funny. Me just thinking back. I know we said we were in the show, but I just <laughs> have, I, I remembered something. When we like, there was a guy. And I was like, I would never date a vegan because I was like, a big part of what I do is eat. If I can't share a meal right. with you, we can't just eat food. Then what we go? Yeah, I was like, what we? Go? I was like, oh my god! I was like, I have very food centered. I was like, that ain't gonna work. And so I just find this all. Like, well, it's kind very of true though. Like I just um, yeah. Like yeah. And like you said, like it's one thing. No, I think I'm all for this plan because I feel like it's one thing. Like if you like, you know, that's like what you do day to day to stay healthy. Like I feel like. That's typically the case, right? Like, usually, like, you know, what you do in yeah. your, like, actual life to, like, 
be a healthy person is not what you do. It's like you always do the opposite on like a trip, more like vacation, or you treat yourself. Like when you eat out, you treat like, yourself you know, you go out for an occasion, and you kind of, you know like you yeah. do something different. Like you you know so of course like you're not having like a porterhouse steak and like au gratin potatoes or whatever like at home all of the time but like if you go to like a nice steakhouse like that's what you're ordering mm -hmm. yeah and now like I have like a thing where like I won't right. eat like so much of it like I'll like have like a mm -hmm. a realistic portion of like the food so yeah nice. so yeah yeah, so I was like, that was a good, that was a discovery. And I was like, okay, this, because I was like, I need some, like, some some guidelines, something, yeah, kind of, no, that like, is... some structure. And, like, rules are good. Rules I like nice. structure. So why is it Paris? They're good, even if they're self As opposed to, I don't know, London. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I feel like. I think it's all about like the social like aspect, like how Parisians are very like it's you know, sorry, yeah. it could be a, it could be a New York vegan, you know what I mean? Like it could be okay. like any like cosmopolitan kind of city where it's kind of like you go out, you socialize, um, you may you know go to these late dinners or whatever, like because like there's a, like a big thing there too, like where there are people who only smoke when they go out, like they don't smoke mm -hmm. at home. But they're if they're out at a, a dinner dinner party, they'll smoke, mm -hmm. you know, or drink to be social. So, um, so I think it's more. I don't know. I don't know where the okay. Paris vegan thing. I'll look it up. But it was on the little list, and okay, I was perfect. like, "Okay, that's me. I'll do that." That sounds like yeah. That sounds okay, very much up my alley. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad uh -huh. that's all. Yeah, because I was like, I know you. I was just quietly worried. You know, I was going to share my concerns. <laughs> I want you to do things that are good for you. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so crazy! All right, okay. Now we're really done. okay. Yes. Okay, folks. Thanks for listening in, mm -hmm. and we'll be back next week for more everything. Thank you. Bye. Yes, thank you. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com.